Today, me and John here are going to be reading you a spooky story. Isn't that right, John? Uh, yes, sir. It is, um, it is right. I, I told you, John, you don't have to call me sir. Okay, just sit in the corner. Okay, since we have to do this virtually, me and John are in the, our own houses. So, John, where are you? Um, I'm in my bathtub. John, that's not safe. Because, John, if the wire falls into the bathtub, if you're going to be electric, What did I tell you, John? Well, uh, while John's recovering from that shock, I'm going to be reading you a spooky story. Now, this story is based on a true story, isn't it, John? Uh, yes, parts of it are based on the story of Dr. Ramsey, a stalker that stalked a, a family through a bunch of phone calls. Yeah, it's very loosely based on that, but I mean, you'll hear a few aspects of that story uh, sprinkled in here. So, John, let's get to the story. Sheila, her mom, and her dad had moved into a new house in Kansas three years ago. It was in a safe neighborhood with half the residents being old. Now, I'm not saying anything bad happens here. Let's go back to 2002. It was December 20th, 2002, five days before Christmas. It was snowing pretty hard, so Sheila and her parents were stuck indoors. Sheila's mom was decorating the house, and her dad was repairing a hole that was caused by one of their neighbor's grandkids and a hunting rifle. Their radio was playing music in the background as Sheila's mom decorated. Now, Sheila was in her room, looking at pictures on Instagram. Just then, she heard a loud crash. Sheila raced down the stairs as her dad followed and ran into the room her mom was in. The radio had sparked. It was spliffing through stations randomly, but then it stopped. It stopped on a ch channel Sheila had never heard of. All they heard was silence, until a haunting message broke through. There are three people in your house. Your mom, your dad, and you, Sheila are all in the den. Also, the basement window is not locked. They all froze for a second before Sheila's dad raced down to the basement and locked the window. When he got back up, Sheila was still frozen in place. said, though his voice was cracked and he stuttered a bit. Sheila could tell he was scared. They sat down on the couch. We should call 911, Sheila's mom proposed. What will we tell them, her dad said. Our radio just said who was in our house. They went quiet. Sheila's dad was right. They would sound crazy. They sat there for a little while until the phone rang. Sheila's dad picked it up. He listened for a while, but then his face went pale after a few seconds. He hung up. What? She asked her dad. Someone by the name for Robert was asking if he could come in. Her dad answered. Y'all just sat there for like 15 minutes before finally going their own ways. It was about 7.30 when the power went out. Every light in the house went out. It was pitch black.
They all found themselves huddling in the den. They had no candles to light and no battery-powered LED lamps, but they did have flashlights. Sheila's dad grabbed one and decided to go down to the basement, despite the radio message they had gotten hours earlier. He found himself opening the basement door and walking, no, fast walking down the steps. He flicked on his flashlight and started roaming around, trying, not, trying to find the power bank, when something made him jump. He could have sworn he saw a man in the corner of the basement, but he was not going to stick around to find out. He darted up the stairs and slammed the door behind him and locked it. He walked back into the den, panting, and told everyone not to go in the basement. So they all just sat there and waited for the lights to come back on. They waited and waited and waited, with no lights, no noise, just breathing. Finally, they heard a noise, but not when they wanted to hear. It was the door, the basement door opening. They all listened closely while Sheila's dad picked up the flashlight. He tried turning it on, but it was out of battery. They saw nothing for a minute or two, but that all ended when a shadow emerged from the dark. It was a tall figure. It was holding something that terrifyingly resembled a knife. Leave us alone, Sheila's dad shouted at the intruder, but the man kept walking toward them. Sheila was crying now. Her dad was shouting at the man, and her mom was hugging Sheila. He was almost right in front of them. And it was at that exact moment that the power came back on. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this spooky story. Isn't that right, John? John? John, I can't see you. John, are you huddling in the corner? Are you crying? I'm sorry you're so scary, John. Sorry, John can be a bit, um, chickeny sometimes. If you were scared of this story, why don't you give this, uh, a like? If you weren't scared of this story, give it a like anyway. Shut up! My God. Come on. Guys, do, do just... Sorry, that's my bird. Do you just start when I'm doing the outro? Yeah, come on. Quiet down and I'll give you some treat. You want some treat? I know you do. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. If you want, go ahead and search in YouTube Dr. Ramsey, and you'll see quite a few videos covering that story. My favorite one is by a guy named Mr. Ballin. So maybe go ahead and do Dr. Ramsey, Mr. Ballin. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening in. And if you like this, why don't you go ahead and tell me? Thank you.